This is the Wholesome Monk Podcast. Lizzie, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And the first question I have for you is, what about your career fulfills you where maybe other jobs or other creative outlets don't? Um, I just, I love that every day is different and that it's all about me making creative choices because I'm such a, a right brain person yeah. and I've, I've had office jobs before and it just I don't know long term it, it just didn't work for me um, so it just it gives me life you know and I'm very grateful for that no for sure I feel like especially when it comes to you know voice acting and just doing you know you bring characters essentially to life for mm-hmm. audiences like us who maybe I know a lot of my friends who have a lot of different mental reasons why they can't watch subtitle like you know read subtitles while they watch yeah and so they rely on you know the dubbing and listening to your voice and all the other co-stars that you you're you know you're working alongside so yeah definitely appreciate all the work you do and especially a lot of these characters uh, are really great and <laughs> I, was, I was curious because you've done so many from jojo <laughs> to rent a girlfriend and tokyo avengers yeah so i was like which character do you feel like is most like you and least like you I would say, we'll start with most like me. I feel like I'm the most like uh, Chisato from Licorice Recoil. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, very peppy, bubbly, always optimistic. I'm not quite as social as her. I'm, I'm more introverted, but everything else, I'm very much like Chisato. Now, I love that you said that because I, ju- I just finished watching because my friends were like raving <laughs> about it. And so I was like, okay, I'll check this out. And then it's fun. episode one, I was, I think at the time it was like only seven more dubs so far. I yeah. Think. So like, I was like, where's the rest of it? I was like, this is actually like really fun. And again, amazing performance. Thank you. You give, you give such a, you know, even with a character we'll talk about next, or Cheezer, you give such like a energetic, but yet vulnerable performance when you waste a lot of these characters. Yeah. And so I feel like that's something that is really hard to do and really hard to balance sometimes, especially when you have a bubbly personality Yeah. Uh, with some hidden like mystery behind these characters. For sure. So which one's the least like you? Ooh, the least like me. I'm, I'm trying to like wreck my brain here and remember possibly, I don't know, anytime I play like an evil character, because I try to be a good person. So maybe we'll say Thrasir from Fire Emblem Heroes, because she's all about death. If you <laughs> see the character, you can literally see her skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> It's ridiculous. It's super extra. So we'll that's, say that all the no, that's, that's yeah. a great, Hey, we'll, we'll rock with that one. <laughs> uh, now going to rent a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. What is first of all, Chizuru, amazing character and again, yeah. great performance on your part. Thank and you. I'm sure it's a very fun and interesting character mm-hmm. to voice because I know that a lot of the just the circumstance for the the plot of the show and just like I'm sure the lines are super fun to record <laughs> yeah. and to toy around with. So. What was the audition process like for Chizuru? Uh, well, I received an email and it had a picture of her. We got some of the clips from the original Japanese version that we got to watch. And it had some uh, dialogue that they wanted us to read. I got to audition for Chizuru and Mommy, actually. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So I just I got to record my audition at home by myself. And I sent an MP3 yeah. to the, the client. And I... I found out I got the part literally like two days later. In, really? Yeah. Quick turnaround for you then. It was. Usually you don't find out quite that quickly, but in the case of Chizuru, it was just very quick. So it was awesome. You no, know, I think that's that's amazing. I didn't even know you did. You know, you 
audition for two or you were up for like two different ones. Yeah. So, like, I'm curious. Cause I know you, you were just talking about like evil characters and like that kind of <laughs> dynamic. So I was curious um, when it comes to, you know, your regular audition process for a lot of these different roles that you've done, is it more like maybe even for JoJo's or for Hinata for Tokyo Avengers? Is it usual like, you know, you just, you get some sides maybe or something. And then I'm used to, from a live action perspective, acting. Yeah. Like, I'm used to going to a room, a cold room with, silent setup we have here yeah a bunch of people like actively judging you oh. and then afterwards you go in a room with like people who look exactly like you because it's one role yeah so for you what's the typical like voice actor i guess audition experience yeah we'll have sides and we'll have a character breakdown that will kind of talk about their background and their personality occasionally there will be in-person auditions it'll be mm. kind of a similar thing though not everyone will look at you yeah. since they're judging your voice as opposed to everything um so yeah, it's usually just at home and you get to learn about the character. And uh, with my agency, you can also um, book like a, a, a call with one of the agent booth directors and then okay. they can direct you with your audition as well. Oh, really? So you, mm -hmm. Okay. I was about to say, cause I feel like it's really difficult, especially because this is, um, you know, for this is a podcast I do. So it's, you know, this is new for me doing audio, you know, audio primary for like Spotify and things mm -hmm. like that and having to really value, and I have so much or respect for voice actors, but just knowing that when people can't see what you're like, you physically yeah. doing it, you really have to rely on your vocal cords and like the octaves and like really trying to project yourself in ways that you need to for these different things. So I was like, Definitely. I couldn't imagine doing, especially I'm sure during the pandemic time, like early like 2020. Oh gosh, and, yeah. <laughs> and dealing with different things. Did you have a role that you're actively like auditioning for that during that time or during like the height of the time of pandemic? Um, at the height of the pandemic, we were literally smack dab in the middle of Inspector season one. Yes, so right. half of the show was recorded in studio. Then the second half of the show was recorded in my walk-in closet. <laughs> you know, I feel like, because I, I was just, I uh, interviewed Stephen yesterday. Yeah. And like, just talking about like, you know, during the pandemic time and really having to like makeshift things. He was like, yeah, I had stuff for like, just like audition. But I didn't have to yeah. like, hey, when you're full online. Same. And I couldn't imagine doing, especially a show like that, I feel like it's really interesting. I feel like out of all your roles, that's one that that character in particular really set out from all the other ones. And it makes mm. it so interesting that you had to like do half of it in studio versus out. It was stressful. <laughs> and it was also like as it was getting hot. <laughs> so I would be in my closet sometimes when it was over 100 degrees outside yeah. and I'd have to turn off my central air conditioning because it would make noise in the closet. So I'd just be there doing a four-hour recording session. And I don't know if you've seen Inspector, but Kotoko monologues. Yeah. There were, okay. So usually I can get one episode of an anime done in about two hours. Yeah. There was one episode of Inspector that took three, four-hour sessions. So 16 hours. Wait, is that right? 12 hours. 12 hours just for that one episode because it was straight monologuing in the heat <laughs> so it was uh, it was stressful but we got through it we powered through it <laughs> i don't know you know it's funny because for me monologues are always for me personally the hardest for some reason yeah because you're not like at least for how i approach it like it's always like a banter back and forth when you read yeah. like you know dialogue so like doing one monologue and having to memorize it and then the pauses and your cadence especially for voice acting i'm yeah. sure it's like a different beat but i feel like people don't realize is that 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 voicing aspect is a little different from like a live action acting, especially since you don't have like 
a bunch of casting and crew, I'm sure, like, around you, like, like an actual set doing, like, these different things. And then for anime, we also have to keep in mind the timing. So the, yeah. doing the voice, doing the timing, and it was more, for that episode specifically, it was more narration yeah. as opposed to monologuing. So it was just, it was a lot. I, I love the show. Yeah. But th- those circumstances were not ideal. <laughs> no, I, I can definitely imagine. And I was really curious for JoJo's Trish. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I remember when I told my best friend about this, she she loves you to death, her uh, Aaron. She, I think you'll actually both follow each other on Twitter. Oh, do we? <laughs> yeah. And she like loves JoJo's to death. Aww. And so she was like, if you don't ask Lizzie these, these JoJo questions, I'll never talk to you again. So I was really curious. Um, you know, when it comes to to Trisha's, you know, using finally using her stand. This is a post warning on this for that, but using her stand for the first time. Like, what was that moment like for you recording it and oh, then just going through it? It was amazing. I was like, here we go. <laughs> Trish gets to do stuff because yeah. up to that point, she didn't do much. Um, it was just such a cool episode, and I just remember really feeling like, yeah. I was in the moment. I felt so proud, like that the whole episode with the the plane yeah. and everything. I really felt like I was in the moment, and I'm very proud of that episode. Like the rest of JoJo, I'm super self conscious. I'm like, I don't know if I did a great job, uh, but that particular episode, I'm like, yeah, we well, did I it. I assure you that you did a phenomenal <laughs> job. Oh, thank you. Love it. And I was curious for Tokyo Avengers. Yeah. Did you know about it prior? That is huge. The manga especially is very It big. blew up. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I did not. Yeah. No, that was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Very pleasant surprise. No, I can I can imagine. Because I was, I was also curious, like, for you, for the prep work, yeah. do you sometimes go to the manga first sometimes? Or do you do you maybe look at some of the Japanese performances? Mm-hmm. Just, just to, like, get an idea of, like, what you're walking into. Maybe, like mannerisms and things different characters or do you just like you know i've been in it for so long locked in, <laughs> i just like kind of go with it i always like to try and watch the first episode or more if i'm like oh i like this show yeah. a lot i'm gonna suddenly binge watch it um or i i will also do research online i'll be like okay and now let me read through the wiki see what i can learn about the character things like that just do my research um that way and it usually works pretty well no, I, I love that for you i, I think because i think it's important to like give your let you you know work within like kind mm. of put your own personality in it because again it's, a, it's such a voice dominant thing that you need to really be able to like kind of do your crap while also doing justice to the character that you're doing yeah and you've done that with all your characters so i guess now it's the fun part <laughs> for you the halloween you know we have the the cardigan and everything on yes so, halloween rapid fire questions character additions okay you know a couple, couple quick questions you'll either about just you or with your characters to see which one you would pick to go with. Only characters you voice, though. Okay. So first question is, which character would you go to a Halloween party with? To a Halloween party with? Chizuru. She's super fashionable, so I feel like you should be able to get me a really cute outfit, and we would be the best dressed two at the party. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's a great answer. Uh, next question is, which character would you go to a haunted house with? Chisato. <laughs> do, I, do I have to explain yeah, why? Say less. <laughs> I love that. Uh, next is, which character would you start a spirit Halloween store with? Which one would you trust to be like, yo, we have a spirit Halloween, we gotta get some money, do not scare the customers away. Okay, not Chisato. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Hinata. Hinata. She's got a good head on her shoulders, and she's also very fun and lighthearted, so that'd probably be That's, a, that's a great one. Your yeah. business will thrive. <laughs> uh, which character do you think 
would share their Halloween haul with you? Like after Halloween's a big night, big like big haul, which one would you think would like, you know what? Here you go, Lily. Here's some here's some candy. Ooh, which one would share with me? Again, probably Cheezeru. Really? I think so, because well I mean she's all she's very athletic. So I'd be like, Yeah, have some of the candy. I don't need all that. Go for it. <laughs> that's, that's 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 good. I didn't even think I didn't think that way. Because yeah. I was like, you know, Cheezeru is such a interesting character with her true self also because as yeah. an actor you're also an actor playing an actor which I always think like, <laughs> yeah. uh, is really cool to see like that thought process behind that one uh, mm. the next question is and this one this one's for you personally have you ever cosplayed as a character you voiced I actually did do a Hinata cosplay really I did I was too bashful to share any pictures yeah, I, I mean I, I thought it looked pretty good I'm sure it looked but I'm still just like I don't, I don't think I want to post them online. That's fair. Sometimes <laughs> it's just about cosplaying for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then we just we just keep there. Lord knows I have my share of that. <laughs> um, favorite Halloween candy? Oh, favorite Halloween candy. You know, there are these Kit Kats that only come out around Halloween time that are called Witch's Brew Kit Kats. Yeah. And they're like marshmallow flavored. And they're really good. I love that. The yeah. last question is least favorite candy. Least favorite candy? Any of the really chalky candies? Like uh, sweet, no, what are they called? Smarties? Yeah. I, I just don't dig it. I'm I also not really into like hard candies either. You know. I get that. Yeah. Lizzie, thank you so much for Thank your time. you. I appreciate you so much. This is the Wholesome Monk Podcast.